Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Close to the Bone. I'm your host, Carl Vreeland. This is episode 10, entitled, Let's Talk About Drinking. I used to love to drink. It made me comfortable in my skin, relaxed, easygoing, confident, social, funny, and friendly. It loosened me up. Life, people, and the world turned pleasant after a drink or two. What was once distorted and ugly became beautiful and wondrous. When I drank, I'd forget about my troubles for a while. It was my medicine. More than that, alcohol transported me. It was my spirituality. It took me to heaven. And so I drank and drank and drank. Over the years, though, heaven became less and less accessible. The drink didn't aid me any longer. Sure, the first drink took the edge off, but from then on, after the first, second, third, and fourth glass, the booze became, well, maintenance. I needed alcohol to get through the day, to cope with life, to tolerate people, in which I was becoming less and less good at doing. For sure, Drinking wasn't fun anymore, especially for the people around me. After a few, I got dark, depressed, and cynical. I adopted a negative attitude. I wasn't an angry drunk. No, I was just a, an angry and unforgiving man in general, whether I was drinking or not. In time, I turned into a cynical, sardonic, resentful, distrustful, depressed person. But you might ask, what does drinking have to do with it? I pondered the same question. When I didn't drink, for days or for a week or so, I was still the same person. Nothing changed. I was still sarcastic and a bit ornery. I was still easily offended. If anything, drinking helped. It mellowed me out. Still in all, when I did drink, I drank way too much. Yes, I was able to go a few days without drinking, but once I had one drink, I couldn't stop. I couldn't control my drinking. I was unable to have just one. And so it became an issue in which I tried to fix. So I stopped. But after three months, I started again, thinking this time I could control my intake. But after a few weeks, I realized I couldn't. So I quit again. Nine months went by, when life abruptly gave me a reason to drink again, and off to the races I went. I tried moderation, just beer on the weekends, just wine at dinner, three-drink limit when at parties or clubs, just whiskey, no beer, no indulging at work. I thought I could limit my consumption to special occasions. Well, it turned out there were many special occasions. Celebrations, disappointments, sad days, happy days, holidays, so on. Nothing worked. I couldn't find a way to be a casual drinker like many others, nor could I stop. I was at an impasse. I couldn't figure it out. What was my problem? At the time, I was seeing a therapist. She kept suggesting I go to Alcoholics Anonymous, go to a meeting. I didn't see the point in going. I wasn't an alcoholic. Yes, I had a drinking problem, but an alcoholic? I mean, 
I was working, making money, had good relations with friends and family. My romantic life and sex life was active and full. True, I was in and out of relations, divorced. But again, what does that have to do with drinking? Well, my therapist finally convinced me to go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. A woman from my weekly therapy group, in which my therapist ran, offered to go with me, which helped in convincing me to go. It was strange and uncomfortable. The meeting took place in a basement of a church. There was a chairperson who went through the format, made announcements, and had a few members read the rules, guidelines, and requirements. It was what they called a speaker meeting. A gentleman spoke about his past experiences, his drinking days and such, where it all led, which wasn't a pretty picture, and how he overcame his alcoholism. His story was strong, powerful, clear, raw, and penetrating. It was my experience, my heartache. More than that, he showed me what was to come if I continued to drink. When he was done, I shook. I tried to hold back the tears. I was shaken to the core. I grabbed my escort's hand and squeezed it. I knew, then and there, I was an alcoholic. And so my journey started that day. I put down the drink. It was a struggle. And over the following few years, everything deep within me, my flaws, my immaturity, my inappropriateness, my anger issues, deep-seated resentments, inability to let go and forgive others, selfishness, self-centeredness, and self-loathing slowly came to the forefront. And so the inside work had to be addressed. But of course, not without a fight, resistance, and hardship. And so I had to get beat up by life plenty more times before I did the inside work. My will had to be broken and busted up before I would look at my part in all my troubles. I no longer had my medicine, my spirituality, my escape, my bottle. I had to face myself. I had to get honest with myself. I had to see my role in things, take responsibility, and hold myself accountable. I had to get humble and forgive others and myself. And I needed help and guidance to do this. Just as I couldn't stop drinking on my own, I couldn't get my act together on my own either. I had to get help. And this took a great deal of willingness and effort. Luckily, when I did find help, I was told I could do this, do the inside work, one day at a time. If you think you have a drinking problem, ask for help. If you have a drug problem, do the same. Addiction is addiction. Get help. Talk to someone. There are options out there. You can find a talk therapist who has experience with alcoholism and addiction, or go to an AA meeting, or call Intergroup. Check out Intergroup online. Feel free to go to a priest, pastor, a rabbi, or even your parents if you have good relations with them. Or perhaps you know someone with a drinking or drug problem. Send them this episode. Maybe it will help them. I'll be talking more about alcoholism and addiction in future podcasts. 
Until then, I wish you well, and I thank you for listening. If you like this podcast and what you heard, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it, and share it with others. Thank you again. 